Then after the show is the after party. Yeah. Then after the party is the hotel lobby. Yeah. Around about four, you gotta fill the lobby. Then yeah. take it to your room and somebody. Can I get a guys? Welcome to the after party following podcast episode. 506 of the Animatics Anonymous Podcast, and we're back. Just going to hang out with you here for a little bit, chill out, uh, enjoy some conversation, and then it's probably dinner time, would you imagine? Guys, how are we all doing? Doing all right. I'm, uh, I'm also very hungry. So I went over to my cousin's house last night, and we played. We started to play some D&D. They've got little kids, and... Um, it's like it turns out my I have a cousin that lives like ten minutes from me out here in Denver, and they just happen to play D and D. But like we went through the, I feel like the first session of D and D is never that satisfying for me because we sat down at like six, and it took us an hour and a half to like make our characters, and mm-hmm. which I don't care that much about. Like I really I just want to get in there and fight and roll dice, and you know, kill shit. And um, here we are. We're like doing um. We'd roll in dice to like randomly generate our, our alignments and all this. And it took us like 90 minutes to get through that. And then we got through like one battle. I was, I was a fighter. Um, we had a, uh, I was a half orc fighter. We had a, we had a dwarf cleric and, uh, and, and an elf, uh, rogue. And the whole first fight, the elf, the rogue hid in a tree, the whole fight, the whole first fight. Um, but it had a mouse, a mouse, uh, um, familiar and we have like the kindest DM in the world. So he's like, okay, sure. Yeah. You can have the mouse try to climb up the, one of the hobgoblins pant legs to bite him in the peen as, which is what the person wanted to do. And, um, actually allowed that to, to attempt to happen. And then it failed. And then I killed the one hobgoblin and then the cleric killed the other hobgoblin, but played some D and D. And then other than that, like it's just football this week, you know, it's the play a division around the playoffs. So I feel like, People that are dialed into sports are just glued to football, pretty much. I, I have a D&D question for you yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Give I'm me probably... the percentage breakdown. How many people are in it to, I want to do the character creation, and after that's the boring part. How many people are there for, like, I want to roll dice to fight enemies and just do dungeon after dungeon. Everything else is the boring part. And how many people are, I want to run mayhem and be my character in the world and don't care about like the dice rolling part. Like, I think mean, you're you're gonna have to lean on the chat here because it's just two of us. But what? You, how about how about you, Mandy? I guess a. How do you play and how do you how have Are you, you seen most how people I play? play or how I think other people play? How both? Mm, yeah, yeah. Because I am very much in the last one. I just want to be my character. I don't care about dice rolls. You're about That's the, the, the role playing factor. Yeah. 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 I am all about the role playing and they, that's the fun of it. It's like, I don't care if I screw up. It's, it really heavily depends on how good your DM is. If your DM is able to weave a story that makes sense of like, you failed this, but this is like what happens. It makes it so much more fun because I don't, I don't, I don't care if I fail at something. There's, as long as it's there's funny. no rules. As a man yeah. just goes around shooting arrows up into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as they can come up with a very interesting, like, uh, like event of like what happened or the consequences. It's it's really funny. I don't know. I I'm all about just being my character. Um, 
for me, what are, so how do you, but how do you feel? Do you feel like that's most people or do you feel like most people are in it for the battling? And stuff? I feel like that's most people. Uh, are role playing or are battling? Oh, role playing. Gotcha. Most people are role playing when they're playing D&D. <laughs> for me, like I do, I will role play, but I am in there to um, like strategize when the battles. I love that like a lot of D&D is on a grid. So like if they have a play, if they have like a mat they play on, you know, it's like one tile is five feet or whatever. And so there's like, you. I like to employ like a, like a strategic mindset and I like... I like it when the when the DM is making the game a little bit harder, like on the hard side, and because I like I want there to be a risk of dying every battle, and so I'm I'm there to like I'll role play, like I'll make voices and do all that, but like if it goes more than like an hour without having like some kind of action, I start to like lose my focus. So I would say that if I had to choose between only role playing or only battling, I. <laughs> would probably take battling but i'm also not a very seasoned DD player so this is me coming from like video games it, se- so. it seems like yeah i was about to say it seems like you're very much there to play your turn-based rpgs with people in real life like that's kind of how you're coming at it where we're on the grid we're on the spectrum everyone gets their turn these are the odds and you're just playing the game with your amigos well for me it's a social activity so yeah. it's it's a d and is a fantastic social activity. Uh, I can't really see it being any other way. Um, however, you know, I just feel like I need, I'm a happy role-playing, but I need to have, there needs to be combat or I start losing my interest in it. You know, and and um, although if the combat is slow, like if you have too many people playing, in my experience, everybody ends up fucking around on their phones. So, you know, if it's like, if it's like 40 minutes before you get to take a turn again, like, yeah, people just Z out. They're on their phones. So, but uh, it's a lot of fun either way. I mean, I I don't know that I've ever played D anD D and not have not had a good time. So, and and what's the optimal group size? Not counting um, the DM. It's got to be f- in, in your be, mind. It's got to be around four. I would say. What do you think, Mandy? Yeah, you definitely need more than like. I don't know. I the when I used to play, we had about four or five people that were not the DM. Like somebody has to be there as a dedicated DM, and yeah, yeah, I think I had most fun between like four and five people because more than that, you run the risk of people being absolute goobers and not getting anything done, not (laughs) paying attention, just pure talking. Yeah, Yeah. not like not role playing. They're not even playing D anD D. They're just talking about shit in their day. You run into that. You also run into the issue with smaller groups where you have a limited number of things you can do and then your DM starts bringing in a lot of NPCs. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think four or five is like my magic group for me. It just gets too I slow. Everyone has... I, I think was going to say, everybody has other like uh, instances though or like their own experience. I don't know. I think it gets too slow with too many people and it becomes too chaotic for the DM. Like I feel bad. Like, oh, like... Like, like, for example, over this last holiday, like I said before, my family, somehow, all these people were playing D&D out of freaking nowhere. I was like, I definitely would have gone home if I had known you were all going to play D&D or the entire, the entire holiday. <laughs> but, like, they had, like, nine people. And I was just thinking, wow. Like, first of all, the battles must have taken forever. Because that's either you either had nine people fighting with the same number of enemies, which would mean that the battles were way too easy and probably boring, or you had an enhanced number of enemies and nine people, which means the battles must have taken forever. Like, it must have taken hours. Yeah. 
and I, and that's just too many. That's just and the poor DM. I mean, this is too much chaos. Too much chaos to control. So yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I think we'll go back. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably go back again and play some more with them. So I enjoyed myself. Let's see if I can get it out. My sister gave me a custom dice box for Christmas. It has a little. Um, this is by Elderwood, uh, company named Elderwood, and it has like a little ranger symbol on it. It's kind of hard to see, but it has like oh, the ranger it. bow and like the bear prints in the middle carved on the top and it holds as a magnetic hold on it that's good let me see if i can pull this up without spilling them all out if i spill them all out i'm sorry but it like holds my dice in there like little dedicated holes for all of them it's really nice it came in this like little red velvet pouch and all custom <laughs> dice box for me yeah nice yeah dnd is a lot of fun have you have you have you never played dnd mason <sighs> i in college, on one of my floors, some brave soul was like, let's do a D&D group. And it was probably eight people, uh, 90% of which had never played D&D before. Oh, man. And we played That's always a nightmare. probably from 5 p.m. to 4 a.m. Like, it was just one long, epic nightmare field session which was a ton of fun but to say that it was like D proper is a bit of a stretch and like you're never going to get eight people again in college to spend that much time again so it was like after that one of like run it was pretty much over like we knew like we wouldn't be able to set it up again so yes time I've, is I've, always the hard part i've technically played D, uh but I can't really say that I've experienced what D&D is all about. <laughs> this is interesting. So, Mason, were you the role player or were you just oh, the yeah. silent character? Okay, I Mason. was the I was the let me give my DM the hardest like prompts and time possible. Mm. And I was just I don't know. I I should have been nicer. I was I was yeah. that nerd who's like, "Oh, I want to go just like in real life. I was constantly trying to do my own like things i was splintering off from the group non-stop <laughs> i've done that before and i was always like oh no i'm like going ahead in the dungeon to like like i'll help them later on with like dropping maps or hints and just no i was just what was your class um it was like a dwarf and rogue or something oh, okay yeah i'm i always play a ranger obviously that's my life surprise uh, surprise <laughs> and yeah, I, I was always the, I'm always the one that like, likes to scout ahead because I'm always, I don't know, man, guys, I'm always the one who never gets hit. <laughs> I'm always so far away from all the combat. I know everybody is because I scout ahead and I, I'm always just the one who sits so far away. Everyone's dying and I'm just shooting arrows. <laughs> yep. No, we, that's we, me. Well, what happened was we, because I was in college, I was on this floor of dudes, and we all went out to see The Hobbit, because those were coming out in theaters. Mm-hmm. And so we came back, and we were like, oh, let's do our own version. So we were all different dwarfs. Like, we were mm-hmm. all, like, dwarf people, just with different s- subclasses. Mm-hmm. So I was the dwarf in Rogue. I was uh, Thorn Swag and Shield. <laughs> Thorn Swag and Shield? Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, that's awesome! That's and it was uh man guys let's bring back thorn swag and shield <laughs> the people the people want it so i don't know it was fun but 
I don't know. I I feel like cheap saying, oh yeah, I've I've done D and D. I know what it's all about. It's like no, I I lived a twisted, perverse version of it. And while does that fun, mean we can bring back the podcast D and D session we were going going to do? Uh, I mean, my friend was all ready to roll. Probably have to start. Yeah. Over. Probably have to start over at this point. But oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And we can bring back Thorn Swag and Shield. No, no, he he's long yes. dead. Oh, he's retired. Oh, come he's, on, we'll, we'll dig him up. It'll be part of a quest. We'll dig him he's up. found the mountain. He's living his best life. We don't need Thorn to trudge Swag up. Thorn Swag and Shield, the second. <laughs> Actually, I think I think technically I could be wrong. I think I mean obviously based on Thorn Oak and Shield. I think Oak and Shield is already the second in his line. So you're the third. Oh no, Thorn Swag and Shield the third. <laughs> uh nightmare never should have brought up that story anyway yeah that's my the extent to my one and only D session and i think i'm like i'm good on D D for a lifetime but we'll see and a lifetime um, mason does not like living a fantasy life what uh like no. living his the own real, the real world is more than enough for me <laughs> what kind of what kind of sports stuff is going on in your world mitts well the playoffs have been really crazy so far i mean I placed a couple bets because I was I was way up on throughout the year. I made three bets throughout the year. One of them one of them was a long shot bet, and I won all three of them. So I was like I was way up, and I was like I was like it was like I was like if I, if I win a few more of these, I'm gonna have enough money to buy a switch and snowshoes just outright from from gambling money. And I was like oh, you know what I was like you know what it's like uh, my team's out of the playoffs and the and uh, you know I don't have much to root for. So I was like you know what I was like fuck it. I'll make some bets. Maybe I'll win, but either way, I'll have something to root for during the games. So I so I put a little money. I put I put part of the. I was already playing with house money, so I was like, I'll just put some of the some of what I want on up. Yeah, not going that well. Um, I bet on the Ravens. The Ravens were a ten point favorite, and they got absolutely slaughtered. I mean, they wreck face the whole year. The whole year, they 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 won. They won ten out of the last twelve games that they played by more than ten. They give you an idea how how much they were just crushing people. So I'm like, oh, well, here they are. They're at home. The playoffs. The team they're playing is, you know, supposedly not that good, and they're and they're a ten point favorite. Well, I'm like, well, they're probably gonna win by ten. So I bet on them, and they got murdered. I don't think anybody saw it coming. The Titans just crushed the Ravens. It was a joke. Um, then prior to that, um, Minnesota played the played the 49ers. And Minnesota was a seven-point underdogs, and then they played really well the last game. So I bet on Minnesota, and they got just blown up, blown up. 49ers, too much, too much for the poor hapless Minnesota Vikings to handle. Uh, you know, I thought I thought Jimmy J- Jimmy Garoppolo is basically like a rookie at this point. I mean, he's he's not a rookie, <laughs> he's not a rookie, but he's never played in the playoffs before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, well, he, you know, he's he might fall, he might unravel. You know, well, he he didn't. And they just well, San Francisco just ran the ball the whole game. They didn't even throw it really, so he he wasn't even really a factor. But um, so I lost that bet also. So that was great. So now I'm zero and two. And then and then and then I bet on Green Bay, which is happening right now, and they're four point favorites. So I need them to win. I need them to win by five. And currently they're up by eleven. 11 and they're driving so they're probably going to be up by a minimum of 14 at the end of this so i'm probably going to win this bet so that's good which means I, which means i lost 50 bucks you know but um no nah, it's fine it's whatever but um yeah it's been pretty unpredictable oh and then houston 
was just blowing doors off of Kansas City earlier today. And yep. then when I signed on, Mason, you and I mentioned it. And then from that moment, Kansas City outscored Houston like 50 to 6 or something. It was just r- ridiculous. But it all started when San Francisco Houston's bonehead coach up 17 points, goes for it on fourth down, fake, fake punt on fourth down in their own territory, which just like basically just handed the Chiefs a touchdown and got their whole team started up again. You know, I think that's the moment where they, he cost their team the whole game with that play. So, stupid move. So, right I mean, now, you should acknowledge that you should have bones in your head, though. That's well, you just should. generally, you yeah, should. yeah. Doesn't your skull have like, but. how many bones does your skull have in it? Like a, a whole lot, I think. I would imagine. So, at this point, it looks like <laughs> the next round of games, which are next week, next weekend, are going to be, um, well, it is Titans at the Chiefs. That's a fact already. Mm-hmm. And the Green Bay is about to score right now in this game. So it's going to be... Um, Whoever wins against the 49ers. Green Bay at 49ers. So you're going to have... You're going to have the Titans who are basically existing off of this running back they've got versus, versus the Chiefs. And I don't even have any idea how that's going to go. It's too hard to predict. And then Green Bay at the... 49ers. Now one's going to be pretty hard to predict as well, but I would assume 49ers will win that game. So if I had to bet, I'd say you're going to have 49ers and the Chiefs in the playoffs, and then defense wins championships, and Kansas City doesn't have much of one, so I'm going to say 49ers will win. Is that one of the teams that you kind of semi-predicted last time we talked about this? Um, 49ers? I mean... It might have been. I can't remember, to be honest. I, I, I think I thought the Ravens were going to win. You know, like a, like a bunch of people did. So, but, you know, I guess football's unpredictable, you know, and teams teams play totally differently in the playoffs. Like, you have teams, they'll, they'll hide their true strengths, they'll kind of just fuck around in the regular season, and then when it gets to the playoffs, they're just like, well, now we're going to just going to fucking destroy you. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to take our foot off the pedal, you know, we're not going to screw around anymore, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to open up the playbook and use trick plays and just do all this shit. So it's mm-hmm. tough. It's it's very unpredictable. How how are you feeling about it? Uh, it's fine. It's like I say, it's not my primary sport, so it's just good background yeah. stuff to watch. Um, I just wanted to bring up sports because I had to give a shout out to my boy Pecorine. He's the uh, the NHL goalie who scored a goal, uh, ah. m- maybe against my team last week, but becoming only the twelfth goalie to do so. Uh. I, I know nobody cares, but uh, he's like six five. He's just a big old dude, and he just scored. And as a fellow goalie myself, I uh, gotta give him props for that. That's, of, that's all I care about. <laughs> what was um, that? One of our one of our people watching us in the Twitch asked why they never released a rugby or a football anime, but they have done both of those. The there was a, a rugby last year and a rugby again this season. Yeah, this season, I think, yeah. And I don't know. Oh, a brand new one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, was it number 24 or something? Or is that the one from last season? Well, the football one's called Shield 21. Yeah. But I'm not sure what No, the new one it does have a number. I forgot what it's called, though. I thought there was like, because I remember I watched, I think, like two episodes of the, um, as I type in, rugby anime into google and it says did you mean ruby anime and i'm like nope not even close (laughs) nope um i watched let me look up the name tri-nights 
last season. Oh, that was was not good. That was impressively abysmal. Yeah. And then number this, 24, you were right. That number is 24 is coming out. So like I was saying, it's the far off sequel to I Shield 21. Uh, also doesn't look great. Yeah. Just from tw- the uh, and, poster. And, and, and number 24 has an episode out and it already has a terrible score online. So very bad. It has a six out of 10. But I don't know. I just don't. Side topic, maybe, but like, I don't know. But I just don't think Japan understands a lot about football and rugby. So it's not their primary sports. And so, like, and I feel well, like. I think the, I remember there was a conversation. Sense. I think Icy was saying where the, they rugby, won something. the rugby World Cup or something was mm-hmm. moving or not moving, but taking place in Japan in this year in 2020. So maybe there was like promotional material for it. Maybe. Or something. And. I don't know. I don't know the specifics. Don't quote me, but please quote me and tell me why I'm wrong. I mean, I know people, some people don't like this kind of talk, but like, I'm just looking at like the characters from number 24 and they're supposed to be rugby guys and none of them look like they break a buck 20. And I'm like, you guys aren't rugby players. Like these guys are, these guys are huge. Like they're leg pressing like a thousand pounds rugby players. I mean, I mean, I I think you're just not going to play rugby if you weigh a buck 20. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's just not realistic. I think, Mitz, you and I both kind of expect a certain amount of, like, realism in our sports anime. Wow. And I we mean, just get kind of disappointed when it's clearly not that. Listen, if if it's a sports anime and it wants to have unrealistic abilities in it, like Kuroko no Basuke or something, or, or, or then there's other ones, too, you know, that's fine. Like, that, Kuroko no Basuke is a lot of fun. I enjoy it. It's very good. But... You know, if you're going to have a guy that's that has like some kind of a super ability, then maybe he doesn't have to have the ideal body type or skill set to play the sport. But if it's an anime where they don't have powers like that and they really are just depicting the sport in in uh, in earnest, then the rugby player isn't going to be a buck 20. He just won't. He's going to get blown off the field and probably hurt. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. You got you're going to have a guy who weighs 240 colliding with a guy who with a with this character right here, this blue-haired kid, in, in number twenty-four, he looks like he weighs eighty pounds. So when like so, so when the two hundred and forty-pound guy collides with him, he's gonna get his torso torn in half and probably probably die. So I might I watch know. that anime then. I don't know I what else to say. Then. I don't know. I mean, well, <laughs> if it was if it was a, if it was if it was a rugby show where like where people were really getting torn in half, I, I might watch that. But I can I dig know. it. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, but yeah, I, um, but just there are rugby and, fo- and football anime. So, and there's also mountain climbing anime. As someone mentioned that as well, there's a mountain climbing anime too. Really? Well, there is. I, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the tallest mountain in Japan is, is Mount Fuji, and it's neither difficult, dangerous, nor tall. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. I let's mean, let's climb it next time. Let's do it. We could easily. You would be disappointed. It's very easy to climb, <laughs> and also there's like a line all the way from halfway up, a, a, a solid line that you basically walk in with other people all the way to the top. So it's not like you're having like a like a serene nature hike. Although you it's could, all uh, it's all the fun of the Japanese line experience, just waiting in lines, queuing <laughs> up. Ooh, it's so satisfying. <laughs> you will see people in like. Wearing literally no clothing except for like a one of those like um 
one of those like sumo wrestlers like thong type things that you see dudes uh, wear. I'm sold. You've and, like, sold me. I saw a few guys going up in the freezing cold. I mean, trust me, it was cold up there. And even in August. And they're just like going up the mountain. It's 20 degrees and they're naked. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are crazy. That's so wild. Is that cheeky back there by cheeky? the water bowl? It is, yes. You yeah. can tell Keys has a little, like, he's getting, he's losing some of his fur on his back because he has a uh, adrenal gland disease. So, yeah, he's the one that has, like, a little bit of a, like, fur problem on his backside. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my cat's been having a lot of health problems. He's, he, uh, he wasn't eating, so he had liver failure. Um, cats are so fragile, like, if they don't eat every, if they if they go more than like three days without eating, they are in danger. Like it's a it's because their bodies will switch into this mode where they start to immediately they start to send fat to their livers, and that gets that can create like a fatty liver disease. And if you're so if your newsflash or a public service announcement, if your cat stops eating, don't ignore it. And so like you know he's been on meds and stuff for a while, and I and to the tune of just massive vet bills, and they put him on a steroid to get him to eat better to get him to eat. And steroids are risky in cats because they can cause diabetes, which he already had. So apparently, and I checked his blood sugar the other day, and his blood sugar was way up. So now maybe that's back. And it's just a money pit. It's brutal. I don't know. Shaky Cam. Shaky Cam. Shaky Cam. Yeah, he hardly there ever we, comes up here. So I brought him up. It's always Kuma that I have on screen. This one's not as cuddly as Kuma. Like, he wants me to put him down. But, uh, yeah. I, I love him. Yeah, you can see he's losing some of his fur back here because he has adrenal gland disease. But he gets an implant once a year to try and shrink that uh, tumor that's on his... You can't give um, him, like, a fancy wig or a cape so he zooms around you know, and hides it? <laughs> I have a hoodie for him, but he wiggles right out of it. <laughs> I got him because he was, like, almost totally bald at one point. From this point down, he was he lost all of his fur because of his adrenal gland. And then when he got um, his implants, a lot of that fur grew back. But during that time when he was like almost completely bald, I got him a little like hoodie and I was like, oh, we'll hide it. We'll hide it. It's okay. I don't want to feel self-conscious. And then he wiggled right out of it. (laughs) He's not ashamed. We all need to be more like Shiki. And uh, you're stuck in my hoodie. stuck in my sweater. That says really long claws. I need to trip. Yeah. Well, ferrets are very cute. They make good. They uh, are. They make good neck boas. They do. <laughs> Mandy, what's the uh, the update on the obtaining of Yu-Gi-Oh ferret cards? Oh, I need to get them. I didn't know Yu-Gi-Oh had so many ferret cards. <laughs> <laughs> There's one called um, what was it? Ferret. Rescue team, I think, something like that. And he has like a little like vest on with like a little team. light hat. The and, hard hat, yeah. Yeah, hard hat. He's so cute. I want one. I need. I need to get that outfit for him. I'm gonna get. Yeah. I'm gonna try and get him to wear it. <laughs> yeah, re- rescue ferret. Yeah, there's some like fire ones as well. Uh, what what was it? Uh oh, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah. Uh, Korra, their whole like mascot was the fire ferrets. Oh. I've never seen There's it. There's a ferret in the show. Oh, he's so cute. Pabu, maybe? What's his name? Oh, Fire okay. Ferret Avatar. It's uh, great. I almost got like a big poster of it with him. 
Mm. Oh, look at this boy. Oh, fire ferret. Yeah, yeah. The good one. Watch Avatar <laughs> just for it. The yeah, while you guys it. are talking about sports, I was reading Snowball Run. I am so sorry. And, and <laughs> like, Green Bay scored. There you go. Hey, good for them. Oh, wait. No, I'm a Bears fan. Boo. Oh, that's but right. But wait, sorry. I like when Mitz makes money. Yay. Mitz already is. Mitz already. <laughs> Mitz cannot make money out, out of this weekend. So. You can lose less money, though, and that counts for something. That's true. It's, it's, it's damage mitigation at this point. Yep. The uh, snowball run is crazy, and I love it so far. I am now almost done with volume eight. We stopped at four for the uh, for the manga club, and uh, yeah, I I love initial Dio, <laughs> and I'm having so much fun with it. It is crazy. None of it makes sense. <laughs> There's a lot of weird JoJo science. It's it's a crazy wild time. I, uh, I'm glad we got to do it. I'm glad we got to spend the four volumes that it needed to get up mm-hmm. to speed. Cause yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. How many parts are out? Eight. Is there only one more after this? Oh my um, of, of Jojo, you're saying of volumes yeah. of part seven or parts of Jojo? No, so just he's, parts. I think he's within like a year of finishing eight. Oh, okay. So eight's still going. Eight is still going. It's been going JoJo for Lion? a while. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. JoJo All Lion. Right. Does he work pretty quick, or is he one of those manga, manga cut that like take forever? No, he I works think, pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. But um, um, yeah, I'm gonna finish Stillwater Run. I haven't read part six. I'm gonna do that next. I don't know. We'll see when I get to eight, though. <laughs> And then I'll be caught up. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, part uh, part eight is good so far. I haven't. I'm not up to date with it, but what I've read is good. Okay. I assume they're going to make them all the way to the end because JoJo is just so unbelievably popular. But mm-hmm. boy, I mean, how, gotta. how long will it be? It, how long will it be until they catch up to the manga? And what kind of a crisis will the anime fandom be in when there's when they have to wait years for a JoJo? <laughs> um, I don't know when they'll get to Steel Ball Run, but right now, as far as I know, that's the most popular arc. It's the one that I think has the high- man. It's like rank number two on Mal is like the yeah, highest ranking manga. I really like six though. I th- I mm. think six is definitely worth reading. <laughs> that's all I hear. Star Ocean has such a horrible ending though. <laughs> I love the I love the ending. I love Stone Ocean. And it's ending. in Florida. I mean, do I really want to watch Florida Girl do shit? Uh, yeah. Just but kidding. <laughs> it's like in a prison within Florida. So like it's almost like protecting itself from the outside world. Mm. <laughs> Florida. Just keep Florida all, just barred off by itself. You don't yeah, want exactly. To, you don't want to go to Florida. Trust me. Just, just stay out of there. Stay out of Florida. It no good. So when are you going to Florida next time, it's um hmm. It's a good question. Uh I don't know. I mean I have a lot of friends in Florida, but I I mean, I don't know. There's not much for me to do. I mean, is it worth spending five hundred dollars to take a trip to Florida to visit people? I don't know. 
So I probably won't go to Florida. I mean, I don't know. People, it makes more sense for people that are friends with to visit here because, one, I, I mean, I I've, I spent 14 years in Florida and they live there, so that's not particularly interesting. However, most people have never been to Denver and they've never been out here in the Rockies, so it makes a lot more sense for people to visit here, like a lot, a lot like how you did, because then because then they're mm-hmm. getting because then at least someone's getting like a unique experience out of it. So no, I get you. That's how I see it. And there are a ton of people that, that are visiting, um, including Kosovo. So there's definitely, it's going to be a busy first half of the year. There's probably five or six groups of people coming out here to to see what it's all about. I feel like Denver is like one of the hottest places in the country right now, and the population is growing faster than the city can handle. Yeah. So it's a good and a bad thing. Like the economy out here is going crazy, but at the same time, like traffic is getting bad, real bad. And uh, rent is getting uncontro- out of, is going out of control, for sure. So, but you almost pay no utilities. Like, like, I mean, my utility bill, my my entire utility bill in here is less than just my electric bill during the months where I wasn't even living in my Florida condo. <laughs> just to give you an idea. So it maybe it balances out a little bit. Icy said, Florida man stories make more sense when you consider they all have stands. I was going to say, I'm waiting for mm. the memes when the anime starts airing and everyone is just going to take the episode previews and be like, anime, or anime, wow, wow, wow. Florida man does this. It. And it's like just clips from JoJo doing just <laughs> wild stuff. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, F- Florida woman attacks a helpless man with meteors. Wait, what? <laughs> It's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a while. <laughs> I might have to check out this new Railgun show. The reviews on it are pretty good. It's getting... Yeah, wow. I've barely watched anything from this season because Gintama, but man, I'm almost finished with Gintama season one that I'm going to just load a whole bunch, like unload a whole bunch of new animations on myself. That's an everyday look of Florida. That's just chaos. That's just every day. Yeah. Everyday Florida. Yeah. Car accidents. Jojo is a reflection of her life. <laughs> wow. If it, if it were, it would be terrifying. If it were, you could heal all kinds of shit with, by spinning a ball. If it were, I'm <laughs> buying stock in companies that make lipstick. Oh, man. Yeah, they've got some fashionable lipstick. That's every Guys, I love the new Dio so much. I'm in love with him. What it, so before it was to see like so the last Dio was like Dio's kid who he had with Jonathan's body right Giorno that's a giant spoiler but yes wow um, so what is this Dio this Dio's Dino Dio he's a dinosaur now what this is this is a Dio completely separate from any Dio you've seen before he's a new I man. love him so much is he really a dinosaur? Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> I was about to say, no. Hope someone posts a picture picture of him just as a dinosaur and Mitz is like, hmm, your your argument I fails to convince me. Chat. There are definitely pictures of him as a dinosaur. If, if, he, if he's not really a dinosaur, he sure looks like one. He, he's <laughs> an elite racer. There's no way he's a dinosaur. <laughs> Is Just he, because he, that dinosaur has the words Dio all over its body 
doesn't mean he's a dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, here's a here's a here's one of, of what looks like a Dio riding a a Velociraptor, and here's one of Dio as a Velociraptor. <laughs> See, so which See? one is real? Help me. Dio is whoever you All want him to be. Oh, okay. I see Rose. I see Rose cl- cleared it up, and it's oh no. man, no. I see. <laughs> it's less fun now, but you know, <laughs> Vince is like, I want a clear answer. Is he or is he not? And we're like, maybe, maybe. And here's a D- and here's a Dio. Here's Schrodinger's he- Dio. Here's a Dio who's he's like he, he's like a centaur Dio, and he's he's half Velociraptor and then half man Dio. But he looks like God. So good. He looks like the angry Dio from. Like the like from the old days of JoJo, and then he's half Velociraptor, so he's a he's a centaur. Yeah, wow. But yeah, that whole right. scene with uh, Gyro, who's like Johnny's, like man, what is a stand attack? And uh, Gyro's like, it's a fucking dinosaur. Johnny cracked me up. I would lost it. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun stuff. So we don't have to talk about it too much more. How far did you get in part eight or volume eight of part I'm almost seven? at the end. So have you... Have you met it's like, Catch the Rainbow yet? I'm sorry? Have you met... Have, have you done the uh, Catch the Rainbow fight with Blackmore? The guy no. with the, uh, the mask with like a rainbow pattern on his face? No, let me see he how far has, I am. He has fun in the water. Okay, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm only halfway through. I thought I was like almost done with it. So I'm you probably on... just finished chapter 37, 38? Uh, if we're like towards the end of the fight with the, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy with Mandum. That's the name of his stand. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hmm. I w- yeah, I would, I would want to look at what chapter you are because I feel like you're right on okay. the cusp of one of my favorite like minor villains in Seven. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm excited. He's like he's like my uh, my risotto of part five. You know, the guy who has Metallica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of like feel like he comes in, he does his thing and he gets the heck out of there. Uh, spoilers uh, is Blackmore and I love him. Interesting. All right. Well, guys, I got a ton of messes to clean up here in my place, and we're all hungry. Ton of food to eat. Yeah. Yeah, we're all hungry, and so we're gonna. I'm gonna wrap it up right here. That sounds good. This is a rambling fun time. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. This week has not been very eventful for me. It's yeah. been just. I played a little bit of Blasphemous, mostly Steel Ball Run and Gintama. <laughs> Yeah, it was a tough work. It was a tough work week for me, and this week's gonna be tough too. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if anything gets done. I don't know. I'll do my best, guys. Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Have a good week, guys. Bye bye.